Hello everyone, thanks for uh, listening to another episode. Uh, This episode is going to be dedicated to a Jurassic kind of deal. Uh, We recently have Jurassic World Dominion drop uh, recently, so let's go ahead and talk about the the beginning, actually. It all began, in a way, (laughs) uh, with three movies. Three movies to be exact would be the, uh, the original Jurassic Park series. Uh, as many believed, uh, this is definitely a precursor to what we already established that uh, the world will be overrun with dinosaurs. So, <clears throat> why not start with the beginning? Uh, this is back in uh, 1993, which is, uh, you know, it's kind of easy to go with. Kind of, kind of easy going to go with the, with the idea. I mean, still, Spielberg had this wonderful thought. And this thought would be, uh, let's go ahead and, and turn dinosaurs uh, into a live action. And of course, you know, you got to understand, there was a lot of dinosaur craves, uh, craze going on in the 90s. So, of course, uh, the studios will have to agree with uh, Spielberg's doing with the whole, yay, let's go ahead and do the uh, dinosaur thing here. So, uh it's already been produced an idea but at the same time this is how uh literature becomes difficult uh to put into film and by establishing the idea of seeing dinosaurs in real life it means it needs to be pulled out with a lot of crazy things uh not like the mechanical uh dinosaurs that everyone's been foretold on watching oh i don't know dinosaurs which is that uh wonderful jim hansen uh tv series but it was reimagined by having a uh cgi or computer uh computer generated imagery which is literally something that was like practical that it was used to able to film almost realistic creatures uh into life now currently right now yes we have a lot of computer generated if not uh realistic uh value on how the original creatures that been brought into our uh, cinema as of late but back then this was uh this was this was totally new everyone had no idea how you know graphical it can get and it, this was like hugely graphical like you can literally like reimagine a uh <laughs> okay think of it as seeing uh who framed roger rabbit and if those who have not seen it it's kind of like that or the rescue rangers uh the 2022 version and just having that all like literally rearranged, rechanged uh, for what we now see as a, uh, a a wonderful lesson of knowing how to recreate uh, characters that is imaginable, imaginable, or in in this way, unrealistic, realistic. 
So, uh, of course, further ado, let's go ahead and start with the beginning where, yes, we are brought to a uh, facility on the first movie where we have no idea. This is literally like the first thing we see in a way. And then we kind of have an idea like what's going to happen by having a uh, unlive moment with one of the guards. Personally, uh, how the how the whole transgression of how literature from the book to the script goes, it's totally different. So that's like totally something new for us. Then, of course, uh, knowing that we've seen something else happening for that one, we are brought to the attention of, hey, uh, there is this. Uh, deal that's happening among people that uh, they will like to know how to recreate uh, these creatures uh, for a probable reasoning which uh, some of us know that that's not possible that's there is no <laughs> there is no determination of getting that done without actually doing something about it so of course we are brought to the attention that uh, there is a spy, if you will, uh, and the team, and we already acknowledge that this guy is going to be up to no good throughout the film. And then we brought to ourselves with the wonderful cast, uh, which is uh, Lauren Dorn, uh, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum, uh, because of a rich millionaire, uh, or billionaire at the was inviting him to explore his island for uh, for a few days to see some sort of uh, you know attribute talent, if you will, on having to see like oh th- there's there's real life creatures there's 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 literally like you know dinosaurs actually come back to life. And of course, you know, it, it was, it is what it was. Uh, it was literally a park that was uh, coming to become like this wonderful thing. And it turns out that uh, things do go awry. Things go crazy, to be exact. And and here, here's the reason why. Uh, one of which is you do not whatsoever hide a creature of magnitude behind a electric fence and always uh, chaos ensues where you believe that they're not intelligent enough but instead we were finding out the hard way and of course um, realizing what has happened it was like literally uh, craziness happening ensued with many things else so it's like it is it was really crazy to just to see how the first movie happening where there was no no repercussion no reasoning of seeing how these creatures may or may not survive luckily uh, during this time there was no mention of pterodactyls uh, in the first one because it was kind of like maybe hard to do so or the development of how that was happening it was just never you know, never been fully to develop on how what creature will be the first one to be shown, which of course we had uh, Velociraptors, we had a T-Rex, we had uh, Brontosaurus, Triceratops, uh, the Lapo, the, the, the wonderful little uh, shaking 
neck creature that uh and yes i'm gonna name drop a few that was in the cast but it wasn't big back then uh we had uh we literally had um wayne knight being the uh the the one who uh literally tries to escape with the samples and he gets dispatched leaving the samples in a can to having uh, Samuel Jackson who by the way had a role in there and then they got rid of him by uh, in a way to get uh, a supporting cast out in the way which I think it's kind of weird in my taste but uh, for him to uh, hold up his hand so to speak <laughs> that's uh, that's still insane of course, uh, this does bring us to having them not planning to, you know, endorse their uh, they endorse their uh, thing. They just decide to, you know, end, end the project. And by doing so, they were like, you know, like, okay, we are... We're no longer invested. We do not want to give you money or anything to explore the attribute of a real-life terror thing. <laughs> and that kind of like left alone because literally this island was uninhabited. Now it's inhabited with a small portion of dinosaurs. And it was literally left uh, in its own little... Uh, in his own little thing by just you know just it was crazy back in in 93 it wasn't until possibly like a good four years afterwards that it would became a little bit of a an afterthought of saying what if the island was not the only island so, of course, uh, we are brought again with Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World, which is literally The Lost World Jurassic Park, which was also uh, its second, second sequel and the only film before this latest stuff happening got different titles. So, of course, we are brought again with the wonderful Jeff Goldblum, uh, with another new cast of people and that would be uh, I believe uh, <laughs> uh, yeah it would be uh, Julianne Moore uh, Arliss Howard uh, Pete William uh, Poswit which is a wonderful English gentleman uh, his work is like phenomenal and of course, uh, for that one is literally uh, this wonderful crew. The uh, new this this storyline started off with, with a bang, literally. That uh, we have a mother or a family going ashore to an island just vacationing for a while, and sure enough, the daughter is being surrounded by little little creatures. Uh, that is like attacking her uh, off screen of course this mortifies the mother but at the same time we are moved to another scene 
where we're seeing Jeff Goldblum's character just, you know, shooting the breeze and and just like enjoying whatever it was on his uh, Marriott of going into uh, the city or going to a house to see an old friend. That old friend happens to be the uh, founder, if you will, of the whole of the whole series. And he literally accidentally did something that Jeff, Jeff Goldblum's character didn't assume. He sent out someone to visit the other island and come back with reports. Now, Jeff Goldblum didn't realize that, wait a minute, you had another island. The island that we were on was not the actual first island. And this brings us a whole new team of people, uh, which is definitely Vince Vaughn being part of it. Uh, being one of the uh, many people who's like, you know, going for the ride and all that. Which I believe the casting was still great uh, to my book. And of course... Um, he has his daughter. He, he He's pretty much trying to be like the father that she wants him to be at the same time as he is just trying to like, I'm, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that to, yeah, things again goes awry in, in this whole situation where he is literally like fixing an issue that he had prior on another scale. So of course, uh, when they, when he was going over the island, Hammer was Hammond was already talking to another group of people, and it was a uh, Nugent. Uh, Nugent just like kind of like bought some shares off of him, and then be like as quickly as possible, just get there, get whatever evidence, get whatever, and then leave with nothing, no trace, no nothing, and. And you gotta understand if someone tells you to like try to quickly get out of there as soon as possible something bad's gonna happen you don't know what it will happen but it will be happening so again we are suffering with new dinosaurs new envy of dinosaurs to be exact and of course uh this is where we're seeing the stegos we're seeing uh, uh and, and this is actually a quote from the movie uh, get the fire cut fire uh, get the fire tuck <laughs> creature which uh, which I believe is another term for a skull batcher and this one would literally just like you know ram into things it, as demonstrated in the film uh, of the lost world it literally like ran into uh, the jeep still hitting the other guy behind it but still the uh impact of it was huge so of course you can't just like you can't unimagine that that is really hysterical so of course uh nugent is like trying to establish that hey this is this is what's gonna happen this is what's going on you know and it's all of a sudden like uh-huh okay this is new, and this is definitely something, you know, unordinary for it to happen, you know? So, of course, uh, now we are brought the attention to um, it, them 
joining together because there's literally like a few dangers happening and one self-sabotage one team to another team. So right now they are literally on the fence to having not only um, having to find themselves on a scale telling them like, hey, this is what's going to happen to, hey, this is what's going to that's what's going on and all that so of course uh, the whole dinosaur thing happening for this one was they assumed that it was you know all taken care of with the island there was no uh, incident happening and yet somehow uh, along the way someone sends like a t-rex of all things uh, to the main island main the main states if you will because somehow the baby the baby t-rex somehow got you know located somewhere in the city so they had to find the, the baby to get back to you know do to go back to t-rex this was all stampede for san diego of all things and this kind of proves to us that on a scale of this, this could happen. Uh, but at the same time, this will be, you know, something totally different. But we kind of ended where the, the dinosaur will be going back. And I think at the end of that one, we had a vision of a pterodactyl. Which is really, it was really huge uh, back in the day. Which, again, we never thought mined on the next uh, Jurassic World or Jurassic Park until, like, 2001. Where this one's literally a storyline of a rescue. And this was, like, literally, like, almost the finale for this trilogy. Seeing that there was, like, not only two islands, but three islands. And this was, like, totally something different. Something happened on this one but instead of having uh jeff goldblum coming back as uh dr ian dr ian malcolm we have uh returning from the first one was our um alan uh our dr alan grant the physician uh, the paleontologist uh with his uh wonderful friend who is uh, Lauren Dern's character. And these these two are like reprising their roles uh, from the first one. But at the same time as that Alan Grant's now being pushed to, to, to get this kid's uh, family that's happening in there. Which, by the way, the, the whole storyline was a little crazy as it is. But even so, uh, bear with us. Because this one was like a humongous, humongous time to remember that this is like something totally new, something totally different, you know? So, yes, we are brought with um, Alan Grant with a somewhat family member, mom and dad, trying to look for their son who got themselves stuck on this mysterious island that was never been registered uh with um the other islands but yet somehow in 
somewhat small belief that this one was like a part of the original islands, if you will. And it was like, it was crazy. It was like hugely weird. So, of course, uh, he had he had no choice to accept it because this is like a whole new thing. But the deal is, is that he was, he's only wanting to just get this kid and get out of there as soon as possible. Uh, yeah. Like that's ever gonna happen in any Jurassic World where you you quickly get out get out of the island without meeting any more dinosaurs, or at least the dangerous ones. So, of course, we again our meetup with um, with the T Rex in the whole thing, but now there's like this huge creature, this one that's dominant of the T Rex by longer arms of course uh t-rex has smaller one smaller ones but they're cute you know you never see a t-rex that won't go you know <laughs> so uh for this one it was literally uh called the spinosaurus which was very mean very aggressive uh in its take and of course how it was displayed in film it was as almost as close as the Jurassic world's uh variation of a t-rex but even so this was not genetically altered this was literally like a um periodic if you will standard of seeing how this was also you will see in this film that there was more dwelled on the anatomy and the structure of a communication of a velociraptor uh communicating by it sounds, which we already know the sound sounds like uh, in the first one, but how it was mimic it was literally made by a 3D model, which again, this was like new technology back in the day, back in 2001, which was really, really huge uh, to be exact. But even so, this one pro propelled us to having to seeing different things different order on on the whole thing so of course um yes uh we are seeing a lot of new dinosaurs again we're revisiting the velociraptor we're visiting the <laughs> the t-rex the spinosaurus the the pterodactyl and this wonderful like alligator like serpent uh, with this with the spine going in the water and uh, do forgive me it I did get the uh, company's name wrong it was engine engine uh, company that took over Hammond Industries which in in the way it's engines islands uh, since they kind of took over the whole situation but even so uh this third island proved that there was another jurassic park base but it was literally was like taken down if you will due to the fact that the first island was getting swamped and the second island was a miscommunication of sorts meaning that the second one may have had just open range open fields of it to be where it was 
and then this this one the third island was literally just like a small outpost just to keep in mind and keep everything else the first one was just the main attraction the second one was just something totally different and the third one was an old outpost never got communicated just to clarify on those things so of course uh we are now seeing how all three islands were competed with one another and never thought back so as soon as the child was rescued in the third one and we have ourselves a first communication with a person with a velociraptor it was literally like he was literally like you know getting over the whole this is what's happening this is how how it was all rescued and luckily uh, at the end it was literally the coast guard or the navy if you will uh which is a, a huge team not the not the seal team no no this is literally like the whole dying army that got you know come by and rescued a whole people and of course they are they're literally like watching everything happening and then they saw pterodons like flying away uh as they were leaving so there was some manner that the dinosaurs were going to still live on but not going to live on to the part where they're going to be you know uh unmained if you will so of course uh for this one we had sam neil and lord Dern, lord Dern plays ellie in this one then we had William H. Macy, Tia Leone, and of course, um, oh, sorry. And of course, we have like um, a few like working cameos of other things. But even so, for this one, that ended the whole uh, trilogy to begin with. And I, I would say that I'm kind of proud to have seen it being continued on with Jurassic World. <laughs> Uh, that has Chris Pratt, uh, Bryce Dallas, Bryce Howard, and how how the third one kind of didn't bridge into the latest ones, but has its own little private storyline, which is totally different. And of course, yes, there was some mention of Hammer and Mr. DNA, which is this little pixelated little uh, <laughs> DNA creature. But even so... Um, yeah, that, that's the first three. Uh, I will uh, discuss the light, latest three uh, on another episode, but uh, I believe that this one will take care of the Jurassic Fields for the time being, uh, as well as other future episodes that may have come. So again, I appreciate you listening to this entire episode. I graciously appreciate it. Thank you very, very much. Uh, until the next time, you be good out there. You be safe out there. And as always, at every episode, till then, see ya. Hey guys, um, I know that you guys are listening to my cast, so I'm actually more than just on uh, Apple surprisingly i think i'm also on spotify as well as anchor.fm itself also i am on google podcasts breaker pocket Cast, and public radio 
just come over and onto uh, the Anchor website for me on uh, www.anchor.fm slash E-D-C-A-S-T-2-0. That is www.anchor.fm forward slash edcast20. Yeah, just uh, shoot me an email or uh, keep listening to uh, more of my episodes uh, as I try my best to keep popping them up. Until then, thanks for listening.